VoiceTube Studio presents a refreshing, fun, and informative podcast. Come with us to learn English and explore culture. Join Steve and Winnie on Ride the Vibes. Hey everyone, welcome back to Ride the Vibes. This is your host Steve. This is your host Winnie. All right, and last week we talked about food, so we only thought it would be fitting to talk about drinking and specifically drinking alcohol in this episode. So this should be a lot of fun. Mm-mm-mm-mm-mm. You know, I'm like super happy right now. Even though we're not drinking. Yeah, we're not <laughs> drinking, but um, today is uh, Wednesday, but we're having our uh, upcoming long holiday for Labor Day. We get like uh, three, four days off, and also I took one day off, so I'm going to get myself some shots. All right. I actually took an extra day off too. I'm off on I'm off next Monday, mm-hmm. but I'm not going to be doing shots. That's probably something I'm not going to do. So I'm going to Matsu. Mm-hmm. And actually, while we're talking about this topic, this is actually kind of interesting because apparently Matsu only has one 7-Eleven on the whole island, on okay. the islands, since Matsu is a few islands. And so you have to buy all your beer in this one supermarket. If there's a lot of people that go there, you probably can't buy any alcohol. Oh my God. So like <laughs> they're going to run out of alcohol? They could. Oh, no. <laughs> maybe they should have their own, like, uh, liquor shop. Is that how you call it? Well, I think maybe they make Galeong there. So maybe you can go get some Galeong. Uh-huh. But I'm not a big Galeong fan. I usually just drink beer, as we'll get further into in this episode. But um, I'm, we're getting there Friday in the early afternoon. So I think I'm going to beat a lot of the other people. Mm-hmm. To Matsu. Yeah, first thing you get to Matsu, go to the 7-Eleven and get some alcohol. Get your beers, yeah. Get your beers. <laughs> but Galyang is like, um, I would I would say Galyang is not for everyone. Galyang is a very, very strong type of alcohol. And you can only find this in Taiwan. Yeah, so every alcohol has, sorry, every country has their own kind of alcohol, or sometimes we call it a spirit. Mm-hmm. And Taiwan has a few, but probably the most famous one is Galyang. Mm-hmm. It's a clear alcohol, much like something like absinthe or vodka. However, it's quite strong. I remember, I think it's like 50 to 60% alcohol. Mm-hmm. More than half of it is alcohol. Yeah. Well, not not for me, but I know a lot of my Eastern European friends really dig it. Yeah, I feel like there's some countries that are used to drinking those harsh alcohols. Mm-hmm. But for me, it's just a little bit too strong and it just does not taste good. Or at least there's no way I found that it tastes good because maybe I don't know the right way to drink Galeong. Yeah, like if you want to enjoy your drinks, you might as well uh, actually be able to enjoy it instead of like uh, giving yourself some extra pain, right? Yeah, pretty much how I feel when I drink Galveon. So in this episode, we're going to be talking about a few different things. We're going to be talking about different types of alcohol that are very famous. Like, then we want to help you guys understand what some of these drinks are. Mm-hmm. We're going to be talking about why people drink craft beer, which is my favorite, bars, and drinking games. Mm-hmm. And when we're talking about bars, we're actually going to... Uh tell you guys maybe well it's not exact it's not exactly like a t- t- tutorial but we will tell you guys how to order your drink at a bar yeah winnie is an expert on ordering drinks and alcohol so maybe <laughs> i'll role play as the bartender all right we'll do that Winnie just <laughs> did some research winnie is not an expert <laughs> all right let's talk about the different types of alcohol so steve why don't we start with you all right well um I think the first type I want to talk about as a big James Bond fan, because I've seen every James Bond movie, um, is martinis. Mm-hmm. 
Now, admittedly, I don't really drink a lot of martinis, but I think the name's cool, Martini. Mm -hmm. And, of course, it's 007 James Bond's yes, drink of choice. Shaken but not stirred. So a martini is a cocktail that's made with either gin or vodka and a different kind of alcohol called vermouth. Mm -hmm. And there's usually an olive or a lemon twist on it. So it's kind of a little bit of a sour. Um, there's a lot of different kinds of martinis. You can an apple martini, a, basically an espresso martini, a mm -hmm. dirty martini. But well, they what's a dirty martini? Dirty martini, as far as I know it, I've mm. only had it once. I think it's literally just alcohol and olive, ju olive juice. Oh, boy. <laughs> I, I don't even want to think about it. They're like, <laughs> I can think of that sound in my head. Yeah, I wasn't a big fan of it. It was just like salty alcohol. But I do like olives, though. Yeah, olives are delicious. I know a lot of people, they, they, they just can't stand the taste of olives, but I really, really like myself some black you olives. Can, you can send me all the olives you don't want to eat. <laughs> <laughs> I can eat I can eat a whole jar of olives in one sitting. <laughs> that doesn't sound very healthy. <laughs> sodium uh, count. Yeah, probably sodium. But back to the martini, it's kind of a popular drink because there's so many varieties of it, mm -hmm. and it's classic. By now, everyone's probably heard of a martini. Mm -hmm. Have you ever tried a martini? I don't think I have tried a good martini before. Just disgusting uh, ones. Yeah. <laughs> well, I am more of a mojito person. Okay. So I really like mint. Let's talk about mojito. What is a mojito? Well, mojito is a drink with, uh, you know, mint leaves, and they got lime, and they add a little bit of sugar in there, and also with rum. Yeah. So actually, I really like mojitos because they have a very fresh flavor because mm -hmm. they put fresh mint. It's mm -hmm. not like dried mint. It's literally fresh mint from the actual plant. Mm -hmm. And it gives it a very fresh flavor. And it's really good in summertime when it's really hot. Yeah, it's really clear. Uh, I see here it's got soda in there. So I kind of like my uh, my drinks a little bit fizzy. Mm -hmm. Okay. So you like the carbonation. Yeah, I like the carbonation. Yeah. So I also like mojitos. I wouldn't drink them all the time, mm -hmm. but I do enjoy that drink as well. Yeah. Well, the next one I am seeing here is Long Island Iced Tea. Yeah. Now, a lot of people, if you don't know this, well, I'm pretty sure everybody probably knows about this drink, but this is not exactly ice, iced tea. It's not iced tea at all. This is a drink. It's got vodka, gin, light rum, tequila, all kinds of different alcohol. So, for example, for me, if, I, if I'm going out, um, I would probably, my first drink would probably be this because this, this could actually get you messed up a little bit. So you probably wouldn't be spending so much money on your drinks the entire night. Yeah, actually, I mean, it's the same story with me. I don't drink these very often anymore, mm -hmm. but when I was a college student and I went to the bar and I wanted to have one or two drinks, but I didn't want to spend a lot of money, I would usually order a Long Island iced tea as well because they're so strong. Mm -hmm. I mean, they usually have four or five different kinds of alcohol in them, mm -hmm. and yet they still taste really good. Yeah, it's really good. Now, the reason why it's called iced tea is because, you know, with all the different alcohols and all the diff uh, and the cola mixed in there, it the color kind of resembles iced tea. That's why it's called uh, Long Island iced tea. Mm -hmm. So it's a little bit sour. It's a little bit sweet. It's definitely a bit alcoholy. Um, this is a really good one if you like st st strong, stiff drinks. Mm -hmm. it, it's you, you're guaranteed to have a good night if you start with uh, you know Long Island iced yeah, tea. Probably just don't end with one of these because <laughs> you're going to be going home a lot more drunk than you left yeah. the bar. <laughs> yeah, you got to know like how much you can drink and try not to drink too much. All right, so what about uh, the next drink? Okay, the next drink is actually one. I'm going to tell you what other drink I don't like because mm -hmm. I hate tequila. Mm -hmm. you I hate can't tequila? stand tequila. To me, like there's like one alcohol that people usually don't like. For me, if I even smell tequila, I start feeling <laughs> sick. It's kind of like me with whiskey. 
Okay, see, I like whiskey, but tequila, oh, God. But the next drink is a margarita, mm-hmm. which is a really famous drink. And like drinking actual tequila shots, usually they put salt around the rim of the cup. Mm-hmm. And this is frozen, so there's a lot of ice, and it comes with tequila, some kind of like uh, liqueur. Usually it's a fruit liqueur, which is basically just kind of like a fruit juice or fruit alcohol, mm-hmm. and some triple sec, which is mm-hmm. another kind of alcohol. So this is also another really strong drink. Mm-hmm. But it's like really icy because it's frozen, right? Yeah, so I think of this style being more like a Mexican or Latin American style beverage. Now, I don't think I've ever tried margaritas before. Uh, I think I am more of a more of a cheap person because every time I go to bars or like go out, you know, for a crazy night on, you know, at the nightclub, I would always go for simple ones like whiskey coke or maybe vodka lime or sometimes even sex on the beach. You know, those college drinks. Yeah, I mean that totally makes sense. I don't think margaritas are sold in places like dive bars. Mm-hmm. Do you know what a dive bar is? Uh, no. It's basically like a really like low co- low quality, low class bar. Mm-hmm. It's like a very local bar. Mm-hmm. Uh, the drinks are cheap. It might be a little bit dirty or maybe <laughs> a little bit like uh, dark or kind of dingy. Mm-hmm. They're very common. Some people actually like dive bars. Mm-hmm. I don't know if there's a Chinese word for this or not. Uh, I don't know if there is, but I I know what you're saying. And in, in Gongguan, there is a there is a bar called. Should I be saying that? I don't want to call them that. I don't want to call them a dive bar. But there is one that's pretty similar in Gongguan called James Joyce. Okay. Yeah, James see, Joyce. See, I actually kind of like dive bars a little bit because I love to play darts and stuff, mm-hmm. some of the games. And dive bars often have these kind of games. But I don't think you can order margaritas at like a dive bar. You have to go somewhere that's more tailored, maybe a higher quality place or some mm-hmm. restaurants or some places that would have them. They're not as common as some of the other alcohols. Yeah, definitely. Because I, I, I don't, I, I'm well. I may have seen them on the menu, but they a margarita is definitely not something I would go for. I, I'm more of a sex on the beach person or a mojito person or like vodka lime. Okay, so mm-hmm. sex on the beach is another common. What, what what's in a sex on the beach? I well, don't even know if I've ever had one. Sex on the beach is vodka base, and it's basically mixed with a lot of juice, so the color is a little bit reddish, yellowish. Uh, I quite like it. Um, if I go to clubs, I would probably order that and some vodka lime. Yeah, I mean, it's a very famous drink because of the name. Mm-hmm. I mean, as soon as you hear someone say sex on the beach, I mean, mm-hmm. come on. Like, who doesn't? That's That, that sounds awesome. Like, mm-hmm. you're going to want to drink that. And, or, yeah, <laughs> oh, definitely. Or cake by the ocean. You know, it actually has the same meaning, mm-hmm. sex on the beach. But, yeah, uh, that's probably um, pretty popular among, like, young people. Yeah, I think I have had one before. I thought it had some kind of peach flavor, but mm-hmm. maybe I'm wrong on that. I, it's been so long. <laughs> it's been so long. <laughs> you just told everyone, like, how old you are. I'm so old. <laughs> <laughs> you stopped drinking uh, cocktails. But if you, if you don't drink um, cocktails that often, then what do you like? Um, well, see, I don't, I'll drink cocktails once in a while if I go out with friends, but I guess I have my drinks kind of partitioned in a way that when I go hiking or do something more outdoorsy, mm-hmm. I'll usually bring whiskey mm-hmm. because it just, when it's cold outside and you're going to sleep in a tent, you just want to have something nice and warm to warm you right up. And whiskey just serves that purpose. But if I have an actual passion or a love for a kind of alcohol, it's definitely craft beer. Mm-hmm. Oh, you're, you're a craft beer expert. Because last time I was at your house, we were uh, were playing uh, video games, and Mm -hmm. you were, like, drinking that craft beer. (laughs) (laughs) 
Yeah, so I, I definitely like beers better. And even like cheap beer, I'd rather drink cheap beer than most hard alcohols. Mm-hmm. I just don't – hard alcohols are really strong. Uh, they tend to have a lot of sugar and stuff. So I feel like when I drink them, they tend to make me crash more. Mm-hmm. And they tend to make me feel more hungover if I wake, wake up the next day. Mm-hmm. I feel like I can control beer or wine, which I also like red wine. Mm-hmm. I can control beer and wine better than I can control hard alcohol. Yeah, but they say beer actually has like higher calories. Yeah, that's probably true. I mean, that's why they have, like, beer belly, right? Do you have a beer belly? <laughs> well, you know, occasionally I have a little one. I don't have, I don't have a true beer belly, and I hope I never have one, but occasionally I get a little one. If I eat too much or there's a couple days where I don't exercise, I'll get a little beer belly. Yeah, I baby saw that before. Belly. I saw that baby beer belly before. It's kind of cute. <laughs> yeah, well, um, I, I, I've recently been liking craft beer lately. I think it has something to do with, uh, well, not pop culture, but it's definitely associated with arts. It's very wow. artistic to drink craft beer. So now you can actually see a lot of craft beer bars in, in Taipei, um, you know, in, in very fancy shops, and um, they're very retro style. So lately I've been actually um, going to these craft beer bars a little bit more, a little bit more often, so I quite like it. So what's your favorite type of craft beer? Well, before I get to that, I'm wondering, is I actually really should know this. What is the Chinese name for craft beer? Jingyang Pijiu. Jingyang Pijiu. Jingyang means sort of like they spend more time on brewing the beer or like they spend more effort on uh, on brewing the beer. Okay, cool. Yeah, I, I really got to remember this word. Mm-hmm. Um, before I say that other answer, I have one more thing to say. I think, yeah, you're right. It's associated with the arts because the whole creation of craft beer is mm-hmm. a little bit artistic. Mm-hmm. It's all about using kind of unconventional ingredients. Techniques. And uh, I don't know if the techniques are so different. That varies depending on what kind of beer you're making. Mm-hmm. But, you know, there's so many beers now that have all kinds of different fruits. There's mango beer, passion fruit beer. There's sour beer. There's beers that use all different grains like barley. Cherry beer. Cherry, yeah. You got hops. So there's all these different ingredients. And a lot of companies really like to experiment and make really delicious beers that taste like nothing else. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's the reason why I think, you know, people are loving craft beer more and more. But um, for the older generation, I think people would just go for, you know, your regular jingpai. Pijo, your Taiwan yeah. Taiwan beer. Um, I think you know every country sort of has their own like a local brand beer. Just like you know in the states, maybe you got Budweiser. Yep. So there's quite a few American ones like Budweiser, Coors Light, Bud Light, uh, a bunch of different ones, PBR. Um, but the, yeah, the thing is with the older generation with craft beer, there's no one that's like, oh, I really like to drink like gin pie and craft beer both. Mm-hmm. Like you're either kind of one or the other. Like it's like my dad says, like I want my beer to taste like beer. Oh yeah. So he wants that standard lager beer flavor. Mm-hmm. Um, whereas people that like craft beer, maybe they think that's kind of boring or doesn't taste really good because let's be honest, it doesn't really taste delicious. Mm-hmm. Um, you just drink it because it doesn't taste too bad and it makes you the, feel a little bit better. Yeah, even though it's um, a little bit watery. Yeah. So, I mean, I think for craft beer, people are really appreciating the taste of it mm-hmm. and the aesthetic of the beer rather than just drinking it to get drunk. Yeah, well, you know, if you're if you're looking for drinking it to get drunk, I would suggest you to maybe just drink you know, like cheaper beers. Because some people, some people go for craft beer also because they can't afford it. But for people who couldn't really afford it or, you know, for people who really want to just drink a lot of beer, uh, for me, I would probably just go for my regular Taiwan beer because it doesn't taste too bad. Well, yeah, I think there's moments. Like if I'm going to do KTV, which is like mm-hmm. karaoke in Taiwan, mm-hmm. I'm going to get really cheap beer for that. Mm-hmm. It just fits the, it fits the scene better. But mm-hmm. I will say to the contrary, if you... 
craft beer tends to be a lot stronger. Mm-hmm. So if you drink something like a really strong IPA, India mm-hmm. Pale Ale, or mm-hmm. a really strong stout, which mm-hmm. is like a really dark black beer, sometimes they're like 8, 9, 10, 11, 12% alcohol. So mm-hmm. one of your beers is basically like two gym pies. Yeah. Sometimes I sometimes I drink alone, you know, just at home, and I just kind of want to have a chill night. I will get myself a stout, which is Guinness. All right, guys, we're moving into the drinking alone territory. <laughs> <laughs> I have no friends. But actually, yes, I, I do like Guinness, though. Guinness is my favorite of the beers you can find everywhere. Yeah, definitely. Really smooth, creamy flavor, and that's a stout. Mm-hmm. I really like the foam on top of it. Uh, well, I, I don't know if I should say this. You know, when I was younger, my dad is, uh, he likes beer, so sometimes he will let me sip on the, the foam on top of, of his beer. Oh, that's like the worst part. <laughs> that's the worst part? <laughs> Your dad's like, yeah, drink that my foam dad so I can hates get to the me. beer. <laughs> my dad hates me. Now I know my dad hates me. Yeah, I don't know if it's true, actually. Maybe some one of the listeners can help us on this, but I heard when you, when you throw up from drinking beer, mm-hmm. it's actually often because of the foam. Oh, it's because of the foam. Yeah, because it takes up a lot of space in your stomach, and oh. it's not really like, uh, it's not liquid, right? It's just like kind of like this foamy stuff on top. Makes you gassy. Yeah, it's called the head of the beer, and the head of the beer should not be too big. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay, well, Guinness doesn't have the, like that crazy type of amount of foam, but the foam is very smooth, so that's the reason mm-hmm. why I like it. And speaking of like um, good or bad alcohol, it is very important to know that if you drink better quality alcohol, you often don't really get a bad hangover the next day. Yeah, I think I agree with that, I think, Um, because I think the lower quality ingredients, some of those things, you might not even know what you're drinking. There could be chemicals in it. There Mm -hmm. could just be like really bad quality grains. And I mean, it's just like eating bad food, right? Mm -hmm. If you eat McDonald's compared to a really like delicious, high quality Kobe beef cheeseburger, Mm -hmm. which I've never had, by the way, Mm -hmm. um, you're just you're going to feel a little bit better. I mean, you're gonna you're gonna feel better eating a salad than you would McDonald's. Yeah, that's the reason why when I was in college, I had so many bad hangovers. Yeah, bottom shelf vodka. Yeah, uh, but lately <laughs> it's it's better now that I am uh, you know definitely making more money. I I, I can afford better um, better alcohol. So yeah, just if you can try to get the best quality alcohol uh, as possible. But you know there are, there are different reasons why people drink. So. Mm-hmm. Well, like on what occasions will you drink? Um, now in university, I used to drink a lot more, and it seemed like my friends could always find an occasion to drink. Oh, it's Thursday! It's Thursday! It's Thirsty Thursday! Or it's <laughs> Sunday! We got to go back to school tomorrow. Let's have a couple drinks. But um, nowadays, I tend to not get drunk anymore. I tend to just go for the buzz. Mm-hmm. So when you drink alcohol, you know, you know, you get drunk. But the stage before you get drunk, where you feel a little bit lightheaded or mm-hmm. a little bit relaxed, that's called being buzzed. Mm-hmm. Um, so I like to get buzzed more than I like to get drunk, personally, mm-hmm. just because I don't like hangovers. I hate hangovers. Okay, so the, there are different stages. So mm-hmm. you said buzzed. Yeah. How is it different from being tipsy? Um... That's actually a good question. You kind of caught me off guard on that one. <laughs> when I get, tipsy's kind of like buzzed. Yeah, I would say it's it's pretty similar because uh-huh. when someone's saying, "Oh, I think she's getting a little bit tipsy," she's on the verge of being buzzed and drunk. I think tipsy's kind of between them, to be honest with you. Mm-hmm. Although maybe I mean I'm not going to say I'm 100% right on this, but that's my interpretation and how I've always kind of thought about it. Mm-hmm. When someone's starting to get tipsy, they're starting to get buzzed and maybe they're moving towards being drunk. 
Okay, yeah. Well, I, I definitely do enjoy, uh, you know, the stage of being tipsy. That's when you find everything funny. <laughs> I can look at my friend's face and say, hey, your, your face is funny. <laughs> I find everything funny when, when I'm, you know, tipsy. So that's my favorite stage. So I guess your, sta- your favorite stage is being buzzed. Yeah, I would say like at that point where you're at, like maybe for me anyway, it depends on your tolerance to alcohol. But I guess for me, after I've had like two, three, four beers, mm-hmm. that's kind of where I like to sit and stay. If mm-hmm. I can keep myself in that range for a while, I'm good. Of course, there's a stage when it goes further. You go from tipsy, buzz to tipsy to drunk to blackout drunk. <laughs> and blackout drunk is not really a good place to be ever. Yeah, <laughs> I've experienced that a couple times. Not 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 a good state. Not not a very not a very good state. <laughs> I don't think anyone should go through that. Cause uh, all right, I'll just tell you tell you guys the story. Um, two two three years ago, uh, there was this once I got so blacked out trunk, I was literally like a dead body. You know, at Shinichu, the streets of Taipei. My friends laying, had to carry laying me. Laying in the street. Literally laying in the streets like a dead body, and my I, th- my friends even filmed me, and they were like slapping my face <laughs> and then dragging me. Like I I can't feel anything at all. And then the next day, we woke up at a motel, and I was like, "Where am I?" Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. So when you get blackout drunk, you're basically so drunk that your brain is partially off. Mm-hmm. So you don't really know exactly what's going on, but you're still functioning. Mm-hmm. And then you wake up the next day, and you'll either you'll forget a large chunk of the previous night Mm -hmm. and it's basically like one big puzzle you have to put back together and you're like oh god i hope i didn't do anything stupid last night (laughs) yeah but it's like impossible to remember what you did you got to really rely on your friends to show you the videos or like just tell you what happened last night and i don't think anyone should just drink alcohol to try to feel better because it's a depressant it that you when you wake up the next day it's gonna you're not gonna feel too happy you're you're just gonna be probably a little bit grumpy because that's that's what happens to me yeah, I think if you're if you're in a really bad mood, you're stressed out, just limit the alcohol you drink if you're going to drink. Be like, okay, I have these two beers, and that's all I'm drinking. Then after that, I stop. Yeah, you should. But I think we should look at the different bars we have now. Mm. So, uh, you know, there are all kinds of different bars. We got sports bars, and of course we, we have our nightclubs, and jazz bars, and music bars, and dive bars. And video now, game bars. And video game <laughs> bars. So a I guess kind of bar. Steve's favorite is probably uh, a video game bar. Actually, not really. Um, just because I have video games in my house and I can already play them. Mm-hmm. So I think for me, my favorite kind of bar is actually <laughs> you know, dive bar? probably a dive bar. You know, mm-hmm. I'm very. I guess that makes me sound really trashy, a low class. Um, I like dive bars because they they have a lot of games, mm-hmm. and I usually just drink beer anyway. So I'm a pretty simple customer. Give me a beer, give me a dartboard, and I'm really happy. I could play darts all night. So. And I think it's easier for you to meet more more people at a dive bar. I think. Mm, yeah. So yeah, like if you go to a jazz bar, you're probably going to be sitting at a table and just listening to music. And mm-hmm. I do like that. It's a really nice, relaxed mm-hmm. experience. But you're probably not going to get to talk that much. Mm-hmm. Well, you know what? What my favorite is a shisha bar. <laughs> oh yeah, shisha. That's I, I like shisha. But recently, I haven't been, you know, doing shisha because because of the coronavirus outbreak. So I I really really miss those days at a shisha bar. But I don't encourage anyone doing that though. 
Yeah. So these are the different bars that we have here. But I do have to mention a very, very special type of bar. It's not exactly a bar. It's more like a convenience store. It's our 7-Elevens or because we know they sell alcohols, right? Um, they have different kinds of... Now they also sell craft beer. They have... Sh- they have. They even do shots. They even have shots. Those, you know, like mm. single shots. Yeah. And you can mix them. And they also have cocktails. Uh, the most popular one being binghu. Um, you know, I remember in junior high school, all, all these students, they would just like, they would try to buy those binghu il- illegally and drink them thinking that they're so cool. <laughs> <laughs> I've never done that before, but um, I know a lot of people do that. But yeah, so 7-Eleven is kind of like your local bars because I know a lot of people, they would just go there, you know, maybe grab a Taiwan beer and maybe grab some, you know, instant noodles and then just have a nice chill supper there. Yeah, so that's totally a thing. Because in the States, you know, we're more likely to drink at our friend's house or something. Especially since you can't drink in public in Mm -hmm. the USA. It's literally illegal. Uh, In Taiwan, it's convenience store drinking is a very common thing. Though I have a question for you because I've always wondered this. Mm -hmm. Um, Do people kind of look down at people who drink in a convenience store? Um, I don't think so because it's it's more and more common right now and you get all kinds of people just, you know, sitting there and just enjoying their meals and stuff because you can see a lot of the convenience stores, they're sort of like converting their, uh, you know, it's, they're, they're expanding their stores and they have more seating area. So definitely a lot of more, a lot more people are going to go there and just sit down and have a nice afternoon, just like chat or hang out with their friends. So I don't think people do that. Okay, interesting. I've always kind of wondered that because there are countries, like when I was in Korea, you're allowed to drink on the subway, Mm -hmm. but it's very discouraged. Like the Korean population, they don't like it. Mm -hmm. They probably won't say anything to you, but it's sort of a thing like they will never do it, Mm -hmm. even though you're allowed to. Yeah. But yeah, you know, with with 7-Eleven and convenience stores, I think it's fine because they have more and more seating area. And, uh, you know, two, three years ago, I don't think they're selling that uh, many types of different alcohol, but I think you know recently they are uh, they're selling more exotic drinks. They're having more craft beers, so I I think that sort of kind of you know mm, encourages people to drink there. <laughs> <laughs> well, I think it's just it's just nice to give people an option mm-hmm. um, because there's not really a lot of bars in Taiwan. It's not a big drinking country, to be mm-hmm. honest with you. A lot of Taiwanese people don't drink that much, mm-hmm. and there's not a ton of bars. So mm-hmm. a lot of people buy their alcohol from the convenience stores, so it's nice that they're actually giving people options. You don't. It's not just, oh, drink this local, normal, we call them domestic beers, mm-hmm. the local beers that are just normal. So you don't have to drink this domestic Taiwan beer. You can drink now a nice beer. You mm-hmm. get a bottle of alcohol or something. I don't know if they're encouraging people to drink, but it's yeah, it's not exactly hard to buy alcohol here. <laughs> yeah, it's super easy. And I, I even like see people, you know, in the middle of the night, they just go to Seven Eleven and get themselves, um, you know, some beers. And the, the only reason why I know this is because I do that. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, in the U.S. they'll card you all the time. You could be seventy years old and they'll still ask for your ID. Mm-hmm. In Taiwan, I've never been asked for my ID ever. Yeah, well, I don't think I don't think they ask for my ID, and you know, for for people who probably never seen my face before, I look like a kid because <laughs> I'm like this high. I'm like uh, one point five uh, cent. Wait, one point five was that meters? Yeah, I'm one point five meters. Not exactly a very tall person, and I have like a baby face. I look super young. So, but you know, no one's ever asked for my ID when I buy alcohol. When he might have just graduated fifth grade. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe. 
All right. Well, let's end the episode mm-hmm. by having a little role play with mm-hmm. ordering drinks because mm-hmm. you said this is something people might want help with. Yeah. Um, I, I've been getting a lot of people asking me, like, how, how to order at drinks. And since, you know, we have our app, VoiceTube, and turns out Japanese, uh, our Japanese users, they really, really like the video, um, you know, of, of how to order at a bar. So I think it'd be nice if we talk about it. So, okay, you're the bartender. I'll be the bartender. Okay. Now... So- Typically, the bartender is going to say something like, what can I get you, or what would you like tonight, or what can I make for you? Mm -hmm. Well, I would like some whiskey on the rocks. All right, whiskey on the rocks. That's whiskey with ice in it. So then the bartender will make your drink, then they'll say something like, here you go. And if you're in Taiwan, you just give them the money. If you're somewhere like the U.S., you'll be expected to leave tip a tip probably on the counter unless mm-hmm. you play unless you pay with a card. Mm-hmm. All right. So then the second drink, I might want to try something different. I would say I want uh, whiskey, but neat. Okay. So maybe the bartender before that, when she if they see you finished your drink and they're not busy, they might say, "Hey, can I get you another drink?" Or would mm-hmm. you like the same thing? Mm-hmm. That's pretty common to hear. Mm-hmm. And then you ask for a whiskey neat. And a whiskey neat means a whiskey with no ice. So no neat is no ice, basically. So on the rocks, with ice, uh, neat, with no ice. So mm-hmm. then, of course, the bartender will just say, oh, here's your drink. Mm-hmm. Bartender won't. It's pretty simple. It's not much different than ordering in a restaurant. Mm-hmm. It's a little bit more casual, actually. Yeah. All right. The next one is, I would like a dirty martini. All right, dirty martini coming up. <laughs> dirty martini. So yeah, in the in the in the when we were talking about martinis, we said that if you want to order a dirty martini, it basically means that it just has a little olive juice in there. So yeah, that's dirty martini. Oh, there's maybe one thing we should do though. Let's say Winnie ordered and she just asked me for a whiskey. Mm-hmm. Let's say she just said, "I want whiskey." Mm-hmm. If I'm the bartender, I have to figure out what kind of whiskey she wants. Mm-hmm. So you might ask her, what kind of whiskey would you like? Mm-hmm. What kind? Like, would you like Jack Daniels? Would you like Jim Beam? Mm-hmm. So what what kind of whiskey? And how do you want that? Do you want it on the rocks? Do you mm-hmm. want it, like, uh, neat? So you kind of have to specify how you want your drink, mm-hmm. what kind of alcohol you want, and how you want it. Mm-hmm. So you can say it's a well drink, right? It's a well well drink. So, like... When you, when you, well, it says here, like when you order a well drink, you're basically telling the bartender you have no preference of okay. what brand of alcohol you want. Well, I, I didn't even know this. Okay, um, I usually just go with what the bartender gives me. Yeah. So if you don't specify your kind of alcohol, let's say you just go to the bartender and you say, hey, I want a whiskey neat. They'll probably just give you whatever they, they usually bars have their own house whiskey or house whatever, and that's what they use for anyone that doesn't specify. Mm-hmm. Uh, you don't really need to specify the kind of whiskey you want unless you really like whiskey and want something special. Mm-hmm. Well, how do you order if you want to specify like a certain type of alcohol? Well, you might want to ask them what they have. So you might want to say like, hey, what kind of whiskey do you have? Mm-hmm. Or what, what's your nicest whiskey mm-hmm. if you want something really nice? or mm-hmm. you know, And they'll tell you what their nicer whiskeys are. Then you can pick what you want. So that's mm-hmm. a smart way. You can either look at the bottles they have and just say, hey, I want that kind of whiskey, a whiskey mm-hmm. on the rocks. Or maybe you can just ask them if you don't know, like, what's your nicest whiskey? Well, yeah. Okay. Now the one last thing we, we should talk about is maybe a shooter. What is a shooter? A shooter is basically just a shot. Mm-hmm. So you'll see it on the menu sometimes as shooter, but it's just a shot. A shot is just a really small um, cup of alcohol. You usually drink it really fast in one swig. Mm-hmm. Well, my favorite type of uh, shot is probably lemon drop or 
tequila, which you hate. Yeah. <laughs> I don't do shots, but um, if I had to, I'd probably just do a, a shot of whiskey mm-hmm. or maybe a Jaeger bomb if I was really feeling crazy. Oh, yeah. Jaeger bomb. <laughs> mm-hmm. I love Jaeger bomb. It gives you some extra boost. <laughs> yeah. Red Bull, Red Bull and Jaegermeister. Red, um, Jaeger bombs are good if you, if you feel tired or if you just want like a massive boost of energy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's what I go for when I go to clubs. And also, um, Long Island iced tea. Now, everybody knows what I drink at a bar, at a club. All right, so I guess that's all the time we have today. It's a really nice episode. I really like this episode. It's a very casual one, and I think that it was a lot of fun to talk about. And <laughs> hopefully, if you guys, even if you don't drink, hopefully you learned a little bit of something today. Mm-hmm. Definitely. And we taught you guys how to order at a bar. So next time when you go abroad, if you can go abroad, uh, we don't know when. But uh, you know, now when you go to a bar, you'll know how to order in English. And if you run into Winnie and I, you'll know what drink to get us. Yeah. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> we'll, be, we'll be there waiting. <laughs> all right. That's all the time we have here today. All right. Take care, guys. Bye. Bottoms up. Bottoms up. Thanks for listening to Ride the Vibes. We're glad you enjoyed the episode. We want to take our show around the world to reach new listeners. It would be totally awesome if you would like, share, and subscribe. You can now find us on all your favorite podcasting platforms. Wherever you are, we'll be there waiting. We're also now on Instagram. Find us at rtvibesvt. And definitely get in contact with us if there's anything you want us to talk about in the future. See you next time, and once again, thanks for listening.